Today's episode of Ship and Crew is brought to you by Wits and Snacks. It is the best homemade beef jerky, hot sauces, and seasonings around. We have treats and more. For questions about our product or to place an order, email us at witsendsnacks at gmail.com. That's witsendsnacks, W-H-I-T-S-E-N-D-S-N-A-C-K-S at gmail.com. On today's episode of Ship and Crew, we react to the official Jim Harbaugh suspension. We discuss the NFL landscape after week 10 and end the show with a snake draft of our favorite Samuel L. Jackson characters. Don't got a lot of time to waste. Let's get after it. Let's have a good one. Everybody, coming at you live from Chicago, Illinois. I am George St. John. And from Tucson, Arizona, it is your boy, Sean Whitley. Georgie, how are we doing today? Not too bad, Sean. Had a uh, had a pretty pretty good week. Um, you know, just uh, getting, you know, day in, day out at work. How about you? What's going on? Yeah, you know... Uh... It's been a long week already, Georgia. You know, we got a we got a move going on right now for the moving apartment. So you might not see my normal pickle Rick behind my shoulder here. Um, you got some bubble wrap there, actually. This uh, needs to be all packed up here tonight or tomorrow. Um, you know, yeah, we got a got a lot going on with moving. We have a lot of events this week as well, so we're busy with work for that. Um, yeah, you know, just got a lot going on, so we're going to try to make this a quick podcast tonight, so that way I can, uh, that way I can get back to the grind and try to try to get everything done by next Monday. That's the f- fingers crossed. Also, that means next Tuesday. So, George, I'm just letting you know this now because I totally forgot. Um, next Tuesday when we record, yeah, I'll either be at my office or, uh, at someone else's house because my apartment won't have Wi-Fi yet because I don't get Wi-Fi until Saturday the twenty fifth. Oh, oh man, my gosh, guys, 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 when you're, you're moving, you're getting. You're getting Wi-Fi for my birthday? Yeah, dude. It's for your birthday. It's for my brother's birthday. It's it's for my other buddy's birthday. It's for everybody's birthday. You get Wi-Fi. You get Wi-Fi. I get Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, um, man. But yeah, uh, no. I'm sorry. So this is the last time we're going to see your uh, your old apartment yeah, on the show. Yeah, this is a... Uh, End of an era. Yeah, I just that is a great realization right there. This is the last time in this uh in this location filming. We might not have this background anymore. Uh oh, what's going on with that? This so at the new apartment, we uh we got a little more a little more space. 
we have a two bedroom apartment this time around and uh and so we're going to be putting this i think in the kitchen still but we're get, we're getting a bookcase for the office and i think i'll be filming out of the office really and, yeah okay yeah we Sur- might, surprise might be, yeah we might be filming out of the office giving us a little bit more space a little bit here and there uh, but the bookcase will then be behind us and with that that means we'll uh um ha- still have the some footballs but we'll have my books i haven't been able i i don't have a bookcase at this apartment cuz uh that had to sadly get left behind in omaha on the side of the road uh, i did see a good uh a good mother picking up my dresser and my uh and my bookcase before I was leaving Uh, because I just left on the side of the road. Um, I would even venture to say it was probably a Catholic mother because it was right in front of the Catholic school and she was dropping off her kids. So, um, you know, helping out a little Catholic uh, family, probably uh, as we know, some Catholic families do, they, they, they fornicate like rabbits, dude. Uh, So they probably need, (laughs) <laughs> this is a family show. Here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. This is a family show. Hey, hey, hey. Here's the kids I'll... are going to look up what fornicate means. <laughs> and YouTube's going to pull our shit. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Uh, we don't fornicate like the Mormons do, because holy shit, do they have big families. Jesus Christ, Sean. <laughs> Now would be a great time for us to say if you'd like to advertise your product on the Ship and Crew podcast, send us a fucking line. We will uh, we'll, we'll get you on the show. We'll have a fornicating good time. Oh, but yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so anyways, back to my story here. So I also might sound a little congested and might be breathing out of my mouth a little bit um because i had to go i i i've found something on facebook marketplace today and it was two dressers for 150 bucks i swindled her down to a hundred dollars and then she gave me a lamp also so i threw her an extra 20. she's moving back back to chicago back to uh, elmhurst to be exact. Hey, oh um, no yeah elmhurst and Ch- i know i know elmhurst I, I, is hey, hey, barely hey, I, a I, suburb I was going to say Chicagoland area, but then I said Chicago, and then I said Elmhurst, be, be specific, all right? Oh, give me a break, all right? No, get it's... Get fucked, all right? You know what? No, um, you get fucked. All right, you know what? We're doing this. Uh, coming from Rockford, we went to college in Iowa, right? We had a bunch of people at our college from the Chicago suburbs or the Chicago land area. We had to introduce ourselves in all these classes. I've been holding on this for 10 years. All right. We're doing this in class. Teachers would say, like, all right, tell us your name, where you're from and a fun fact about yourself. Everybody would be like, hi, my name's Tim. I'm from Chicago. And it's like, "Okay, Tim, where are you really from? Schaumburg. Yeah, the fuck that's Chicago. The fornicate, that's Chicago. 
Um, no, that was the most frustrating thing. I would be like, my name is George. I'm from Rockford. It's its own motherfucking thing. So here's what's here's what's funny about pride. that, George. Here's Have what's, pride and where you're from. I agree. So here's what's funny about that. When people ask me where I'm from, I'm like, oh, I'm originally from Colorado. They're like, what part? I'm like, Aurora Parker area, because that's where I'm from. That's where that's my stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Southeast Aurora, Northeast Park. That's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And and people tell me, just say Denver. I'm like, it's not Denver, though. I like it's not. It's not the same. But correct me if I'm wrong, Aurora Parker area, you could say the excuse me, the greater Denver area. Potentially, yes. Okay, for definitely for say close to Denver. Here's the problem with Aurora. Aurora geographically is fucking massive. Okay. So it it's not like where I lived isn't close to Denver. It would still take a good forty five minutes to get there. Oh, it if, would take just as long to get more. to Chicago from Elmhurst. Exactly. You know, so like, I don't say I'm from Denver. I say I'm from, oh, like, Southeast Aurora Parker area. But people get mad at me for not saying, just say you're from Denver. Yeah, they're wrong. Um, and I would tell them that. And, to and that's why I was, I was agreeing with you, because, like, be proud of where you're from. Like, yeah, you're not be proud like, of where you're from. I'm proud of being from Aurora. Anyways, uh, that she had a she had a cat. I'm deathly allergic to cats, so I've been taking my inhaler. Um, I can't find my allergy medicine, but uh, so I might be a little congested still. Uh, I have my inhaler on standby. God forbid I need it. But anyways, yeah, if, we, if we see the inhaler on the podcast, that'll be awesome. But it sounds like you had a busy week. Busy week. Have a very busy week ahead of me. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what's going on with me, and I think uh, it's time for some college football. Yeah, you know who didn't have a very busy week? Jim mm-hmm. Harbaugh. Ain't that the truth? Jim Harbaugh did not have a busy week because he is not working for a hot minute. Um, I actually think it's just Saturdays, but it's just that Saturdays. sounded cool. Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who do not know, an official ruling has been brought down on the Jim Harbaugh sign stealing case by the Big Ten Conference, and we don't like it. So the official statement, which was, of course, uh, handed down without due process, was that Harbaugh has been suspended from being on the Michigan sideline for the final three games of the regular season. So that included this past week's game against Penn State, and then the next two games. They play Maryland this week, and then the final game, November 25th, my birthday they play ohio state that's right the The universe gave me the greatest birthday gift ever the most hate-filled michigan ohio state game maybe ever i can't wait i can't fucking wait it's gonna be such a great game like such a great game the emotion is just gonna run like crazy because ohio state for those of you who don't remember, Ohio State are they were the tattletales this situation. Mm-hmm. Um they they allegedly hired allegedly. the investigators. Allegedly. 
All right. We're not getting Pat McAfee today. You know, Brett Favre's lawyers. Hope you're not watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but allegedly Ohio state was the, uh, the organization that blew the whistle. So yeah, lots um, of intrigue. I will say what's the, who's the, uh, the OC that's calling the calling the shots right now for Michigan. He you know, I should have looked it up. I forgot to look it up too. Terrible, terrible journal journalism here, guys. Um, but his emotion after the game, like that, just shows how much that team is willing to not just die for Jim Har- Harbaugh, but kill. They are willing to fucking kill for that man. They would go to jail for him, I think. Hell, one of them got fucking asked to leave for him. I, you know, like, dude, there, there's, there's something about that that says, like, the way he, the emotion, the way they came out, they just ran the ball all in the second half. They did not throw a single pass in the second half. That is. The in a, in a close game, by the way. Yeah, like they like, just they just fucked on them. Like that run game was just like they showed up. Because who do they play? Penn State, right? Penn State, and yeah. I can't I can't think of a bigger up yours to the entire conference than to just right? say, you know what? We're not going to throw the ball once. JJ yeah. McCarthy is just going to turn around all game, and. It was kind of the baddest, one of the baddest things I've ever seen Dude. in sports. Insane, man. No, like I... nobody's going to give that the credit it deserves because it's not flashy. But that is wild. I, I absolutely have love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that um, was, uh, that was electric, dude. But, um, but in terms of the suspension, Sean, you're not, you're not a fan. Correct. No, fuck no. I was with Jim before this, before the suspension even came down. We talked. I think we talked a little bit about it last week. I, I'm hashtag. I stand with Jim. I, I'm with Jim. I think this is bullshit. Like, fuck this. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck the Big Ten. Fuck the NCAA. I I wasn't there yet. I wasn't ready to hashtag stand with Jim. And then. The Big Ten decided, you know what? We're not going to actually investigate this anymore. We're just going to give you a punishment because we feel like it, because we're getting pressure from everybody else. Um, so the, the Big Ten was just like, whatever, three games. Um, you know, we got to give you something. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden ESPN and Fox Fox Sports, everybody's like, oh, well, this is a huge deal for college football. Uh, you know, there, like, everybody is crucifying Michigan for a thing that multiple coaches have come out and said, we all do this. I, I Like, my understanding is Michigan just got sloppy and got caught. And yeah. if that's really what you're handing down the punishment for, it kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense if you're allowing that to happen across college football. I think Matt Rule from uh, your favorite school, Nebraska, was one that was like, everybody's doing it. 
I we don't really care. Um, and then my favorite part, do you see that report from the coach that talked about Ohio State, Rutgers, and Purdue sharing Michigan signs with each other? I didn't, but I felt like that was already old news. I thought we already knew that. Did we? I I definitely heard that. I don't know. I'm behind on things. I, you know, but can't read, I, can't read quick, too good. Real quick, you brought up Matt Rule with, with Nebraska. Um, Uh-oh, I set him off. <laughs> uh, we should have the, a Nebraska alarm. The embarrassment of a team they were this past weekend. They lost at home 13 to 10 and they used three different fucking QBs. Three different QBs. Were all three of them Martinez brothers? Don't know about that, but I wouldn't be fucking surprised. (laughs) It's just all Nebraska has, just the Martinez brothers playing quarterback. (laughs) But yeah, I just, you you brought him up, and I'm glad you did, because I forgot about that, and that embarrassment, just like, pitiful. Pitiful. Oh my god. Um, Man, anyways. if we if we have any uh, Husker grads listening to the podcast, let us know and tell give Sean a piece of your mind cuz I don't think it's entirely fair. <laughs> the way you treat like keep in mind these people have to live in Nebraska and then you're dumping on them in in excess. Like they already have it bad in life. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion. I don't know. Um, I was I was in Nebraska for 24 hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> quick 24 hours. It was um, a quick trip. Should have been longer. Hey, that's what happens on the last... Dude, last minute notice. That was a last minute notice. That was that wild was like, when we went to when that did, I, did I call you up like Thursday night or Friday morning? It was on an impulse. I think it was. I think it was Thursday night, and you're like, "It might no, it might have been Friday morning." It was. I did not have a lot of time. No, because you were like, I, I threw like one change of clothes in yeah, a bag and yeah. just left <laughs> to go to go to what I can only describe as the hottest damn football game Dude, I've ever attended. Oh my god! So. Um. We're rehashing episode one. Should we talk about Runza's again? Yeah, right. Uh, anyways. Uh, but yeah, no, Michigan. Just a nasty meat Pop-Tart. Um. Uh, but no, the Jim Harbaugh sucks for them. That That's just some bullshit. Um, but some good news coming out of Michigan, though. The Detroit Lions. They Ooh. are looking spicy, my guy. Let's talk about Dan Campbell's team. Uh, They're looking spicy. Yeah, no. I That was such a fun game. Yeah. Um, just points all over the board. Lions beating the Chargers. Um, what was it? 41, 41-38? Something like that, um, yeah. We took great notes before this one. Uh, Again. I'm busy, guys. It's a short. It's gonna be a short episode. It's gonna be a short episode, but uh, but no, I feel bad for the Chargers. I do. Mm-hmm. I think they are not as bad as their record says they are. 
No. Like, they're running into good teams like the Lions or just bad luck, close games. I just don't think they're that bad. They're they're not that bad. They again, yeah, you're, I totally agree. It's just bad luck. They they just uh, they just somehow get outbested a little bit, you know. And it's it's tough for them. Um, I think you know they'll find their their role. I love uh, Justin Herbert. He's been a a solid uh, solid addition for my for my fantasy team. Honestly. Mm. Um. <laughs> that's why you like herbert yeah <laughs> no i think i i like herbert too i think he is getting a bad rap this year i i do i just don't i'm not going to subscribe to justin herbert hate i'm not doing it although the bears did win this year i will say i am a, a bandwagon lions fan this year I, uh, did I say this year? The Bears won this week, but I'm a bandwagon Lions fan this year. Um, I'm I'm loving their play though. Like the Chargers, they I they 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 didn't win that one, but the the Lions, I think they deserve. They've been working their ass off. Dan Campbell's really turned that place around. You know, there's no team in the NFL that has taken on the personality of their coach more than the lions which i think is the best part like campbell's this big personality you know tough guy you know what Mm -hmm. what was the quote like something like if you you know i don't care if you have one eye and six toes i'll still beat your ass or something bite your kneecaps off (laughs) bite your kneecaps off the dude is an absolute psycho and the team is like you know what we're going to play like that too they run the ball like crazy um, physical smash mouth team, old school, you know, they got mm-hmm. two running backs, um, that are running like crazy. Montgomery's back and Jameer Gibbs finally got his groove. Lions are scary. Lions Dude, are scary. Are. Um, we're, we're going to talk in a minute about which teams we think contend in the NFC. Lions are on the short list for us. Spoiler alert. A hundred percent. You know who's um, coming off the short list of Super Bowl contenders, though? The Bills. This, my friends, will be George's personal favorite part of the podcast. Before um, George gets into no. His... Oh fine. yeah, you get you uh, fine. Uh, you know what? Go ahead. Do you, Go ahead. you want me to then... cut you off and interrupt you when you're going too long, or do you want me to let you say no, your piece no, after no, I say my You shit. say your piece, then the floor okay. is mine. Fuck yeah, Broncos. I love my donkeys. Like, we, we, we won. Like, that was a huge game for us. Um, but god damn. It was... Uh, I didn't get to watch it, unfortunately, because I was moving shit. But my mom called me up, and she was like, what the fuck is this? Like, they get paid millions of dollars, and they don't know how to count to 12? And I'm like, shit, mom, I have 12 concussions, and I can still count to 12. <laughs> Nobody circles the wagons like the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Congratulations. No. <laughs> you they, stupid team. They were uh they dude, Josh Allen in that face, like like he he just looks like a lost puppy out there, man. 
And I, I think he's just not a smart person. I think that's just where it begins and ends. Yeah. George, you have 60 seconds. The floor is I'm yours. Taking, I'm taking 120, and you can go fuck yourself. Nope, you get 60 seconds. Nope, 120. 58. Eat, eat seven, shit. Seven, six. You count down, and I will beat your ass. Stop it. No. Mm-mm. You stop me, I'll kill you. Buffalo Bills. All year long. All, like, three seasons. It's been all hype. All, oh, Josh Allen this, Josh Allen that. The Buffalo Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. All this stuff. People forget. And, yes, this is low-key about Tua. Um, People forget all the time that quarterbacks have to be, have to read the read the field, read the defense, make decisions, make reads. Um, you can't just be an athlete. You can't. You can't do it. And what happens is exactly what you're seeing now. The guy is getting confused on the field. He's throwing picks to God knows who. I. Everybody hates a game manager, but guess what? These big, strong athletes aren't managing games. So give give me Brock Purdy, give me Tua, give me Kirk Cousins, give me Josh Dobbs over this loser. I mean it. I I do. I do. All right, all right, real quick. Speaking of Josh Dobbs, though, all right, like, I'm liking the I'm liking him on the Vikings, man. I'm loving the Vikings. Dude, I love the like, Vikings. Love the Vikings. I, they look so good. I was at a bar watching the game, and the there is a Packers fan there, and she was like, she's like, oh yeah, I'll cheer for the Lions. I just won't cheer for the for the Vikings, and I'm just like, I would cheer for the Vikings way more over the Packers. Um, especially with Josh Dobbs, not only Josh Dobbs, my boy Harrison Phillips and Dalton Reisner. Love those guys. Both playing on, dude, they're fucking electric out there. I love seeing Dalton Reisner back on a team. Um, yeah, I, he, I I forget. You got a bunch of Vikings connections. I, I have a few. I do have a few connections in my guy. Yeah, I um, got one. I got one. Not even remotely in the same stratosphere, but. Uh, yeah. I got I got a I got a high school teammate um who uh plays for the Vikings, Dean Lowry, defensive lineman. Okay, nice, nice, nice. He was well, a little bit he was a little bit better than me. Just a little bit. Here here's what I just, will say to this. Just go. De- Dean Lowry, Harrison Phillips, or Dalton Reisner. We would love to have you on our podcast anytime. Might be reaching out to you. I don't know. At least tagging you. But uh Yeah, might uh, be. <laughs> we are desperate for interview guests um, we might reach out to you who knows who knows who knows uh but we'd love to have you on guys uh guys kicking ass love seeing it um and i will cheer for you guys over over the packers any day of the week any day of the week me too although i really don't have a dog in the fight nfc north yeah. I just kind of like all of you. Um, <laughs> I hope everybody has fun in the NFC North. That's really my takeaway. Um, but AFC East, different story. Buffalo Bills eat shit. Um, oh, yeah. How's that for 60 seconds? And you took I'll half give, my time. 
Uh, you you were already long. I interrupted you at your time. So bullshit. Uh, I was keeping time. Thank you. Bullshit. They fired their um, offensive coordinator too because they think that's going to solve I the problem. Saw that yeah, no, it's definitely not going to solve the problem. I can tell you that much. I think uh, if I was Stefan Diggs, I would get out of there. He wants out. Yeah. Um, Allegedly, Stephen A. Smith has sources. Uh, you know, so right now, like now looking at the bills, like I would say there's still a potential, a potential bottom of the barrel playoff contender. Not, I don't know about Super Bowl contender though. Like, I think they're still talented enough, but they got to figure a lot out. And the AFC is stacked. There's so many teams yeah. that are contenders, in my opinion. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of good teams, like the Chiefs, Ravens, Dolphins, like Jags. Dude, the Jaguars are looking fucking frisky this year. Also, the they've Browns, had some down games, but when they're up, they're great. Dude, was it the a- AFC North with the Ravens, Browns, Steelers, and Bengals? But the Ravens are seven and three, and the rest of the others three are six and three. Like, um, I think Bengals are five and four. I want to say, okay, but still, but possibly the best team. <laughs> like that's just insane. with a bad start. Yeah, like, like no that. That that AFC is just like such a crapshoot on who's gonna end up taking it. I think uh And the Chiefs are not that much further ahead than anybody else. That's the other part that's blowing my mind. The Chiefs look very beatable. And for being there's a, a ton of hungry teams ready Super to go. Bowl get champion, they aren't looking the best. Um I will say, and here's what I will also say with that. Shout out to my boy Ian Desmond for giving us, uh, giving us this little uh, theory to think about: is why is Patrick Mahomes not looking as good as he has in the past? Is it because he's not as good without uh, Tyree Kill? Is it because uh, that? he's not getting the attention because of Jason, uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Who's to say, or he, here's one he has, here's one he has. So he's starting to think Ian Desmond, my boy, starting to think that Mahomes is throwing the season. So Jason Kelsey can win a Super Bowl, and Travis stays happy. Or, Travis and Taylor will go will break up before the Super Bowl and Mahomes knows it's uh it's over so he's already throwing the towel in for the season. Here's what I'll say. I am on board with one of these theories. I do think that there's there's a theory I, there's a chance out there that I wouldn't be surprised like Dude, the Kelsey brothers are dude. They're tight, man. They're tight, and you know, like if the if the if the, the Chiefs really are that good, they could they could back it down a little bit to make it not look like they're that good, and therefore, there there's a chance that they might be throwing this a little bit, so that way Jason can win a Super Bowl, retire, 
and be a kick-ass dad. Just saying. There's a chance. There's a chance. Or the rest of the league is finally catching on to his bullshit. Um, Ian, we love you. Thank you for um, your contribution. But it's like... You have this, negative it, Nancy coming it's, in here. It's, it's that last thing Sean said. Everybody's catching up to the Chiefs. Um, I just think they don't have the weapons. And it's not even just Tyreek. Like, they had Juju Smith-Schuster... I feel like he's not hitting Valdez Scantling like he used to. Um, Kadarius Tony, Miko Hardman. Like, there are guys all over the field, but, you know, maybe Tyreek is that much of a game changer. They still won the Super Bowl last year. Like, I don't know. I don't think they've been that bad or that good. Um, Very well, they could just roll up and win the Super Bowl. I I have a hard time believing that Mahomes is throwing anything. You know, so, he, he's got to be at the point where he wants to like. He's young enough. He's got a shot to catch Brady if he keeps mm-hmm. on winning Super Bowls. And there's got to be something in the back of his head. I know he's only got two. I just don't think he's throwing games. I I agree. I do agree that he's not throwing them, but I could see if because. I, I, I think the better theory what will happen is Travis and Taylor will break up around the time oh. of the Super Bowl or like a little bit before and it's just gonna affect Travis too much and they won't they won't end up winning, which will honestly probably allow Jason Kelsey and the Eagles to win. Is that the uh Taylor Swift is an Eagles fan theory? Yeah, it's part of that. It's part of that, but that is more. Uh, it's more on the back of some Swifties who think that. Uh, this is this is some Swifty shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, proceed. Anyways, anyways, uh. They're saying that because Taylor is going to be going on her international tour here soon, it's going to cause some tension with her and Travis, and then they will end up breaking up. Which So there's a theory that they're doing this to help get Jason a Super Bowl. So that way they break up. It affects... So, like, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's falling into the line of that... Taylor is ultimately an Eagles fan. And then they will get back together after the Super Bowl. And they'll live happily ever after. Because I do not know how they won't live happily ever after. After seeing the videos from this weekend. Did you see those videos? Dude, fucking adorable. They they were great. Um, Also, there's also signs of a relationship that's not fake. Just saying. They look like they like each other. I'm just saying. I love a good conspiracy theory. I just don't I just don't subscribe. That's all. I I think they'll be I think that's a real relationship. They'll be alright. You were even no 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 fuck off. You over the weekend you were not saying that Derek, this isn't a real relationship. You think it's all for the publicity. Fuck you. No, you were against this. 
all right, you all right. negative if, Nancy. If fuck there's, off. All right, you're, if you're gonna dox me, the only conspiracy theory I'll believe in is that they are in an actual relationship, but they're playing up all this stuff for fun. Like the like they're playing up. Oh, Taylor's gonna put Travis in a song lyric. Like I think they like each other. It's a legit relationship, but they're playing up all this stuff for the media because they've both been in the media for a while and it's fun. I think they're messing with all of us and secretly laughing their way into a happy actual relationship. There. Okay. That's better explained than you had when we were talking earlier. Yep. Thank That's you I think. for providing your thoughts. Uh, but you know who else is also playing up potentially his injury? Okay. Aaron Rodgers in the Jets. <laughs> it's not Stop Benny in it. the Jets anymore. Stop it's it. Aaron Rodgers in the Jets. When did this podcast turn into QAnon? I am so done with all of like what what are we on? Conspiracy theory number four here. I am so done. Is Alex Jones going to be a je- a guest on the podcast today? <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers is faking his injury. I have the documents to prove. He was drinking the water. That well, they're poisoning. They're poisoning he, the water. Here's what I will say. I don't think Aaron Rodgers was faking his injury. Um, but goddamn, I do think that he has somehow recovered because he is walking, he is throwing, he is looking good. And I, I'm sure you saw the clip that I sent you. He plans on being back with the team full time next week. And so you, that might sound interesting, like back with the team full time in the NFL, when you get injured, your schedule is completely different from the rest of the teams. You'd never see the rest of the team, really. You are so isolated as a player that it becomes lonely at points. So he is hoping to be back with the team full time. That is saying a lot because that means like he's basically like going to be back on the same schedule. Okay, but back with the team full time, does that mean like getting ready to play or just at the facility? That, those I are mean, two very that, different things. To me, that sounds like he might be taking some uh, reps with no contact reps. Like literally, might be going through the going through the steps in seven v seven when they're not going to have any pressure. So there's some chances that we see some clips coming up in the next couple weeks here, Georgie, of Aaron Rodgers throwing at practice, and you're about to shit a brick. I think <laughs> I think that I think Rogers could come back. I think it's possible. Um, I think if he does come back, he will be the most insufferable person in American society because more I feel, you, I, feel I feel like there's nothing like more than winning. Rogers cares about like proving science wrong at all costs. Like that's really the thing that's most important to him. Like I'm going to defy science, you know, 
um, which is really great. You keep doing that. Um, we're, we're so proud of you. And <laughs> I like, I just feel like that's all that matters. And you know what? If he's going to be a sideshow as a fan of an, another AFC East team, I couldn't be more excited for that. Um, if he is serious about playing football and winning, him coming back does scare me. I have to be honest with you. That Jets defense might be the best defense in football. They're, they're holding, looking good. They're holding everybody in the teens. Uh-huh. Winning just enough games with Zach Wilson doing just enough. You throw Rodgers into that mix, and he gets along with the locker room. He knows the playbook. Nathaniel Hackett's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think the Jets are dangerous if Rodgers is serious. He's just going to make McAfee appearances and like challenge Travis Kelsey to debates, call Mr. Pfizer. I'm not scared. I'm, I'm not scared of a moron, but I am scared. I am scared of Aaron Rodgers, a football player. Um, All right. As soon as he opens his mouth, I'm no longer terrified. Fair. Um, quick 60 seconds, NFC contenders for Super Bowl. I feel like there's three and there's really nobody else I have confidence in. Eagles are the front runner. Yep. Um, 49ers are just a step behind, could very easily take it from them. And I think the Lions are the only other team. Yeah. I'm not ready to buy into the Seahawks. Um, not ready to buy into the Cowboys. I, I think they are no. well behind those top three. Easily. I like they they'll they'll make the playoffs, but they won't be like people will won't be shocked when they make the playoffs, but they'll be shocked if they go deep into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Um, they could they could go on a run, but that would be miraculous to unseat yeah. these three teams. And mm-hmm. Congrats to the Lions on making it into that tier, but that's where they're at. Um, yeah. Nobody's, you know. And all three of those teams, I got to point out, do an incredible job running the football. It's not surprising that those are the top three teams in the NFC. That they do. Like, those, are, those might be the top three rushing teams. Put Baltimore in there, too. I think the Dolphins run the ball well. Um, the Bills, I don't think, know how to run the ball, which is hilarious. Um, no, they don't. I'm just going to drop in there one more time that the Buffalo Bills are garbage. Um, did I mention I hate them? Really? Yeah. Not a fan. Well, you wouldn't say. Not a fan. No. Well, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but Not you know, you know uh, what else is uh, running a lot? Hmm. Wits and Snacks. We're running around doing <laughs> deals, doing everything, uh, making sure that we can get your products to you by Christmas. We're running around by we, me, myself, and Rogan. Rogan's my sous chef. She, 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 she tests out the product to make sure it's good. If Rogan eats it, it's certified for everyone. Um <laughs> But uh, no, Wits and Snacks, contact us by December 1st for any holiday 
uh holiday presents you want um beef jerky hot sauces i have a couple jars of hot sauce left in stock um hot sauce otherwise won't be made until after the holidays after i get settled we have seasoning as well um can make you a homemade hot fudge it is the best i will can it it will be good for a while it is delicious it's better than that store-bought shit fuck that um you need some irish cream i will make you some irish cream i'll get it shipped out to you we'll make it happen we got good shit um but yeah, Wits I'll and be placing Snacks. placing my order very soon. Email us, witsendsnacks at gmail.com. That's W-H-I-T-S-E-N-D-S-N-A-C-K-S at gmail.com. All right, Sean. Uh, that, concludes, uh, that concludes the football portion of the football podcast. We are going to yeah. round it out here with our snake draft portion of the show. Uh, as stated prior, uh, one of the greatest... And I think rangiest actors of our time. Maybe not that mm. rangy, but um, Samuel L. Jackson. That dude has One been in so many sure. great movies. So many. Um, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna share our favorite performances um, in Snake Draft here. Yeah, uh, Georgie, so, you have first pick. The floor is yours. Well, this is probably the easiest number one pick I've had this entire season. Uh, yeah. I'm going with Jules from Pulp Fiction. Yep. Yep. It, it, that's, it, there's not that's a the better right character. Choice. We, we don't. Was, <laughs> and honestly, we the diner that. scene alone. Yep. Like the scene in the diner when he's got the gun to Eli Roth and just like his control of that entire stick up situation. Um, yeah. And also, any character who like has a wallet with bad motherfucker written on it. It's Jules. That is the greatest Samuel L. Jackson character of all time. Let's not think okay. twice. Yeah, no, you're right. You 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 easily got the best one one pick. I, I was really hoping when we chose. Yeah, you you're being an asshole. Um, I will continue. Hmm. All right, this is uh, to me. This is really hard because he does have so many great movies, and I just don't know which order I want to go in because, like, they all to me deserve the right, the right respect. And I, I think I will go with for my one one. My one one will be. Steven from Django. Whoa, number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was so fucking good in that. Okay. I I was I was getting ready to pick him later. I did not think you were gonna take him one. I I, I, I wanted to go with one. I think he was really good at that. I dude again this I I think one he might be a little overrated in, in some of these stuff, but I still have it on my list, um, and I know it's one of yours. Um, Don't say but it. But my next one is Don't Star Wars: it. Mace Windu. Not who I was going to pick for that. 
great performance. Obviously, everyone who knows me knows I love Star Wars, but I know what I think. I know what your two is gonna be. I think you probably go ahead and trust your gut. Um, but uh, I don't know. I kind of want you to guess. No, I'm pr- no. No, you're writing it down. That is not my number two. What? Oh my god! I just got rid of. Hold on. Yeah, you Sorry. did. Just got rid of yours. Uh, no, that is not my number two. Good guess. He's on my list. I'm going with Coach Carter number two. <laughs> I'm going with Coach. I thought that would be a given. I thought you were taking Coach Carter. Like, I want, dude, I, I, I switched from Mace Windu to from Coach Carter to Mace Windu last minute, last oh, minute. Coach Carter, what a performance! Um, dude, just such a good top movie. to bottom, like great movie. Um, you know, he that if you have not seen Coach Carter, if you like sports, if you like basketball, if it's you like insane. Um, such you a know, great movie. If you are a human being with a heart, you will love that movie. And it is an incredible performance. The kids also do a great job. Um, this one is could be controversial. I am not going to pick Nick Fury here. Okay. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, you ever seen Lakeview Terrace? Okay. You ever seen that movie? I have a long time ago, like once, I think. I'm going to go with Abel from Lakeview Terrace. This one's personal to me. This one might pull down the ranking on my list based on what people think. Um, I'm looking it up because I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So he plays, he plays a cop who does not like that his neighbors are an interracial couple and he terrorizes them. And it is a scary, you, you are terrified of him throughout the movie. He's just, he's unhinged. He's all over the place. Not going to spoil how that movie ends or any, any plot points, but underrated performance, criminally underrated performance. By by the man. Right on. Solid so. pick. My next pick. Up. Oh, hold on. Keyboard's doing funky things. My next pick is Frozone. Incredible. Oh damn. He was Honey, next. Where's my super suit? What? Where's Where my? Is my super suit? Oh, uh, great pick! Away. Great pick! I need it. Such Every time I make a pick, I'm like, "You're gonna take somebody from me that I want." So far, um, all all of your guys have been on my list somewhere. I couldn't let you take that one because that one is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, they're all on my list of ten. Everybody you've picked, you've okay. got a great list so far. Mine's better, but you got a great list. My four, I think I got to go with this one because you might take it in four or five. 
We're on snakes on the plane. God damn it. I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on a motherfucking plane. That was my next pick. That was my next pick. By the way, not a good performance. Just for just for Terrible. the joke. Terrible. Awful movie. <laughs> it is such a bad movie. Keenan Thompson is like strangely in the mood. He's a passenger. <laughs> it's such a bad movie. <coughs> but there and honestly, it's better when you watch that on like TNT when they have to edit the swear words out. Yes. I I love watching that movie. I'm not gonna like it's a terrible performance, but I will watch it anytime I see it's on. It's so bad it's good. It was yeah. like it was like before before directors knew they could get as weird as Sharknado, this mm-hmm. was as weird as they could get. It is such a bad movie. Oh my god. But I, I love the edited versions and there's multiple yeah. There's multiple edited versions like, I've had it with these Monday Friday snakes on this Monday Friday plane. Love it. And it's better edited. I'm so mad you picked that one. I have to go to my <laughs> list now. I hate you so much. Um, okay, I'll, I'll round it out. Um, I'm going to go with Nick Fury from the, okay. from the uh, Marvel movies. Um. I think it's just a great just role that has become more layered over time. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember I, like the original Iron Man when Nick Fury comes out. And I'm like, why is Sam Jackson in an eye patch? I didn't know much about Marvel back then. No, I mean, no one knew much about Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, like his character, Nick Fury back then when, when he popped out in Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he has one of the best roles in Marvel. Like he shows up for a couple scenes and he's out and he gets, he gets paid a bag dude. Like <laughs> also in terms of all of his motherfuckers, underrated motherfucker went in Avengers infinity war when spoiler alert, fast forward, like 30 seconds, uh, if you have not seen Infinity War, uh, when he gets uh, snapped away into dust and he's trying to call Mother. Captain Marvel and he's yeah. like, mother yeah, yeah. and then just yeah, turns yeah, yeah. to dust. Great. Yeah. That's, Great the, that's the only way you're getting an F-bomb into a Disney movie. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he did it. And it was honestly yeah. like, it took me out of the emotional weight of that scene a little bit. Still worked. Still work. Yeah. Um, fun fact: Did you know that they actually Marvel Comics based like the Nick Fury character? They they've designed him over the years to look like Sam Jackson long before they cast him. And so he I was didn't. he was the only choice or like the top choice by the studio. Wow. Um, sorry, that's a lot of fun facts. Um, um what's your well, fifth pick here? Fifth pick. Oh, I oh. This one's a personal favorite. I'm going with uh, Detective Highsmith from the other guys. Okay. It made my list, but I, I, I wasn't going to pick it, but it made my list. It, it is a great – he's not in a lot of the movie. He's not a very important character. Like he's in like the first 
20 minutes. This is also a spoiler yeah. alert. He and The Rock jump off of a building and die 20 minutes in. <laughs> it's great. It's it's an aim, aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> and then Foo Fighters is playing, and you're like, they're going to do yeah. something badass, and then they don't, and just hit the sidewalk. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, my God. Um, no, that is... Um, I also love, I used to quote all the time when he tells Will Ferrell, you shut your face. If I want to hear you talk, shove my hand up your ass, work your mouth like a puppet. Love that line. <laughs> love that. That is, it's not a long or impactful character. So funny. yeah, that whole, no, that whole movie. And it's honestly because I love that movie so much. Love the other guys. Th- that's a, such a great movie. I I really enjoyed that movie, and, and um, he and The Rock elevate it so much because they're so easy. badass and just die, like it's so stupid. Anyway, okay. your last pick. So, so I am down to. I have I have like four on my list. I have narrowed it down to two though. And this is tough, because I think Cam, here I'm going with. I'm going with Zeus from Die Hard with a Vengeance. Ooh, okay. So. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. My 10 favorite roles are represented by both of us. Hell yes. Um. <laughs> we both started typing. That's funny. No. Um, the like These are my 10 favorite characters. Um, I do have a couple... Uh... A couple ones that need to be acknowledged. Honorable um, mention. Would, honorable mention. Um, the first one is, hold on, I can't find his full character's name, but I want to make sure I do it justice. Uh, Colonel, I want to say it's Colonel Terry Ch- Childers, Childers um, from uh, Rules of Engagement. That's he, a good one. That was the one I was in between, between Zeus and when he played the colonel and, and Rules of Engagement. That's the two I was stuck between. I ultimately went with Die Hard because I just love the Die Hard uh, series. Um, another honorable mention I have is his role in Kingsman as Valentine, the villain. Yes, and he has that, that was, little lisp. that was on my list. Yep. And then my last honorable mention is Darius Kincaid. Oh. Hitman, Hitman's bodyguard. Oh, what? Uh, yes. I didn't, you know, oh, I'm mad I forgot about Hitman's bodyguard. I, I just, dude, there's so many. Like, um, the only one that I wish I had from your list, I'm not gonna lie, is Coach Carter. Really? I and I I wish I would have taken that at one one, but I'm still very happy with my list. 
You have a very good list. I like your roles. Um, do you ever see The Hateful Eight? I love that movie. Okay, Dude. he's great in that. Yes. Um, that's an un- that movie did not get enough love when it came out. No. Um, let's see some others I had. Um, I love that he narrates in Glorious Bastards. There's a lot of mm-hmm. Tarantino on my list. Um, that's fair. SWAT. You ever see SWAT? Yes. That's a good, good one. Movie. That's um, a good one. And then there was one there was one other one. I didn't write it down, but it came to my mind during all of this. I'm not going to lie. Uh, ooh, Shaft. That's a good one. Oh, Shaft. Shit. Yeah. Um, I, um, they came out with a sequel a couple years ago. I never saw it. Tarzan. I, his role in Tarzan was decent. Like the kids movie Tarzan? Oh, have you not seen the live action one? No. Oh, well, he's in the live action. No, I haven't seen that. Spoiler um, alert. That's okay. Honestly, um, I'm a... Uh, I made dedicated Disney 1977 Tarzan or 1997 yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. Love that movie. Phil Collins. Yes. A hundred percent. Phil Collins. A hundred percent. Oh my God. Um, another good one is kind of shitty, but it's still decent. Uh, Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> There's only one reason why that's a, that was a good role for him. It's, it's his last scene in that movie. Um, and Jurassic Park. See, again, that was another one. It was like he wasn't in it enough. That's how I felt with other guys. That's why I didn't... Like, they made the list, but it wasn't like... The the other guys, he was funny, though. In Jurassic oh, Park, 100%. he was just, like, there. That's why That's why he made the list, and he didn't, like... that. He didn't. Jurassic Park didn't make my list. Mm. Hold on to you your know? butts. But uh, yeah, no, I think uh, ultimately solid list. And Georgie, I will let you do the honors of your favorite saying. It's our shortest podcast yet. This is our shortest podcast yet. We did it. <laughs> we literally just snuck just above the hour mark. We are closing yes. it here. Um, yes, Because Sean are. has to pack and move and get the hell yeah, out I of his apartment so next week um we got a lot of fun stuff planned for next week next week we will uh we're gonna we're gonna are we predicting our playoff teams for the college football playoff yeah i'd say all right we're gonna do a, a special thanksgiving episode so we'll have more info for you this week um thank you so much for tuning in today um yeah, and uh, we're about out of here. That's about it for us, yeah. motherfuckers. Um, yeah, <laughs> had, to, had to had to get one in there. Sean, take us out. Uh... <laughs> it's the Sam Jackson episode. If we don't say motherfucker, uh, what are we doing here? That's fair. That's fair. Well, see you later, you motherfuckers. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for all your support. Uh, make sure you. Check out our social media. Make make sure you are sending us your DMs. We want we want to interact with you guys um, and gals, uh, guys and gals. I'm sure we got some some females listeners out there. Hopefully, maybe we don't know. Probably not. It's probably all guys. Let's be real. 
Um, <laughs> Definitely skews male. Yeah, yeah. Our, our um, parents don't count. Our, our mom does don't, don't. Our moms don't count. <laughs> pretty sure my mom gets the spark notes from a secondary source. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, thank you. And as always, part of the ship, part of the crew. Love you guys.